Hello, Mr. Brown. Hello, everyone out there. Mr. Brown here with the Mr. Brown Show. I don't know what number episode this is, but this is another episode, and I'm thank you for joining me. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for you joining me for this episode. So thank you. Again, you can always listen to the entire podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple. No, I said Apple already. What else? Um, Amazon and wherever else you get your podcast. So thank you for joining me. In this episode today, I want to talk about three things. Number one, I got a quote of the day. Uh, Hello, Mr. Brown, quote of the day. I choose well quote of the day. I don't know what we're going to call it, but it's a quote of the day. I'm talking about the difference between reacting and responding. And then I'm going to respond to something. I'm going to respond to the way Don Lemon reacted to the news of Aaron Rodgers being having a positive COVID test. So I'm going to respond to his reaction. And again, I'm not trying to put him down. I'm not trying to, you know, vilify anybody, but I just want to have a conversation about the way Don Lemon and other people in the media have reacted to his positive COVID test. So with that said, let's jump this episode of the Mr. Brown show. I got to come up with a theme. I want to say something like real talk, real life, real choices. Tell me what you think about that. Real talk, real life, real choices, because you should choose well, because better choices equal better life. So choose well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I really consider whether or not I should be doing this podcast. A lot of stuff that goes on and like, OK, I got all these things trying to make it perfect, trying to get everything perfectly set. And, you know, sometimes you got to press record. I got to stop just procrastinating, press record, because it's not about perfection, but direction. And that's not even my quote of the day. So you got some extra for free. <laughs> Here's my quote of the day. Quote of the day goes like this. Blowing out someone else's candle won't make yours shine brighter. Remember that. I don't know if they remember that as part of the quote, but blowing out someone else's candle will not make yours shine brighter. Choose well. And I think about that and you, you I typically would tell that to students, like to kids, you know, hey, don't be putting anybody else down because I grew up in the where it felt like, you know, with somebody, a girl or a kid or a girl or girl or a kid, somebody did good in school um, and they got A's and people would try to pull them down. If they were good at something, it, people would try to pull them down and make them feel better about themselves. And that that won't be true. I mean, if you think about this. So you're all holding candles and, and you blow yours out, you blow somebody else's out. That has nothing for yours, except in the illustration of candle. It's not as bright out because you blew somebody else's candle out. But I think what the point of the quote is this. Putting other people down won't help you lift yourself up. Maybe that should be the quote. And I see that in adults today. Like, and I want to be careful. I'm not doing this when I talk about responding, and reacting, when I talk about what Don Lemon said on his show. I'm not trying to blow his candle out. I'm just trying to look at the topics and look at the words. And I think that's the difference. We can have a debate about ideas. We can talk about topics. It's when we start pointing fingers and putting people down on their character. Start talking about their names and how they look and what they wore. And I see people on both sides doing that. And I reject all of that. I'm not calling you names. I'm not putting you down. I want to stick to the issue because I want to come to a solution. Because here's the deal. If I'm wrong... I want to get in the right place. I want to see things the right way. If I'm right, I want you to get to the right place and see things. If there's a middle ground we can meet and both exist in the same thing, that's great. I was talking to somebody the other day about politics and it was asking me like, you know, are you conservative, liberal? And I really don't want to identify with any. I don't want to call myself a liberal, or conservative, or Democrat, Republican. I, I, part of me thinks the whole government system is broken. It's too much power, 
too long a time, too too many opportunities to be corrupt in so many different ways. I mean, you want proof of that? Look at some of these bills they're passing. It's a whole bunch of other, what they call pork in these bills. And stuff that doesn't really matter to us, the American people, but they put that stuff in anyway. So I'm not that way. And what I said to them is this. I want to vote for policies that help human flourishing. I want to look for things that help humans flourish, giving us opportunities to, to do not just hand out, but hand up, you know, helping people to flourish. I don't want to support laws and bills that make people dependent on the government, which, by the way, if you didn't know, the government does not generate income. The government takes income, takes money from us for income. So the working people are the ones who work to, to bring in the income. The government just takes it and, and uses it. So I want to be a person that not identified with either group necessarily, but give me an issue. Give me a topic to talk about it. And that kind of goes to this idea of blowing somebody else's candle out. If you disagree with me, I'm not trying to blow your candle out. I may try to blow your idea out. <laughs> I may have a debate with your idea that I think may be wrong or dangerous in some situations, but I'm not trying to blow you out. So the quote of the day, blowing out someone else's candle won't make yours shine any brighter. And as some of you know, I'm a motivational speaker. I get to speak at schools. I work with a lot of schools. I do professional development. I do assemblies for students, do classroom visits, and I work with kids from K through 12. I also, like I said, professional development, working with schools. And my ultimate goal with schools is this, to help them make a better school culture one choice at a time, a positive school culture, a culture that people feel accepted and want to be there. And so my main statement is when you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. And students respond by saying, oh, yeah. Let me see if I have that on my soundboard right now. I think I do have Sophia saying, oh, yeah, on the soundboard. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Sophia. Oh, yeah. That's me. Where's Evan? Where's Evan? Oh, yeah. There he is. <laughs> so it's all about choices. And when I tell students all the time and adults as well, is that even though you can't control all your circumstances that you find yourself in, you can't control those, but you can always choose how you respond to them. You can always choose to respond rather than react. And when I talk about the difference between responding and reacting is, I think reacting is a knee-jerk reaction. Let me give you a definition of reacting. I think reacting is a knee-jerk reaction. It's immediate, unthinking, emotional reaction produced by an event or statement to which the responding, the reacting person, is highly sensitive. So in other words, that knee-jerk, like you, you don't really think about it, you just do it. Kind of like when you go to the doctor, they do the reflex thing, and they, you, they hit your knee, and your knee pops up. That's a reaction. It just, it just automatically does it. And many of us face situations like that in our lives. When something happens, we react. Somebody cut us off, we drive, and we react. We yelling at them, cussing them out, and they can't even hear us. And we, our blood is boiling. We all mad. And that's where road rage comes from. People get into road rage in these fights because we just react. And sometimes even, even in situations where somebody may call you a name or whatever happened, you just react and you don't think about what you're doing. Well, I think responding, on the other hand, is a thoughtful reply to an event or statement to which the reply can be easily understood. I look at it this way. I look at it this way. It is thoughtful. It takes a moment. Even if it's a, a, a second, you still took time to think about how you're going to respond Versus simply reacting. As a kid growing up, somebody called me the N-word. And I knew this kid was trying to get me in trouble. He was trying to get me kicked out of school. He wanted, he wanted me to hit him so I would get in trouble. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fall for the bait. Because I thought, this dude is little than me. 
what is he doing? I know I'm not that. So I was I didn't, just like, what? I'm not falling for this, right? So I looked at him and responded. And I said something I probably shouldn't have said because I was a little, I was not was, even a teenager. Was I a teenager? I think I was a teenager. But you, you want to know what I said, don't you? <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm afraid to say what I said because it wasn't, I was a kid. And y'all might not forgive me for what I said. I didn't use any profanity like that. I, I, should I tell y'all what I said? <laughs> now you're listening. It, if your kids are listening, close. Now, now I'm not. Uh, hey, Devin, should I tell them? I should tell them what I said. All right. I got one vote. Devin said I should tell you what I said. Now, please don't hold this against me. I was a kid. All right. The kid called me the N word. I took a moment and, and paused. And I looked at him and said, your sister like it. <laughs> I'm not proud of it It was funny back then I probably would have did it now But my point is this I responded And and I responded in a thoughtful way I thought about it before I did it And I had I thought about the consequence I was, I was trying to get him mad So he would do something impulsive But he knew he couldn't whoop me So he walked away mad And so I think in our lives I think it's important to To not just give in to that knee jerk That first impulse response Or react Reaction But take a moment Be thoughtful and respond to the tough stuff in your life because it, it, it will work out better. And I got a story to illustrate that too. Um, this lady uh, worked at this, um, she worked at a, a firm where she was one of the only women writers at this firm. And uh, she went off on medical leave for a while to have a baby. And uh, when she came back, she noticed the, the climate had changed a little bit. You know, the guys were more open to jokes and, more open to saying things were inappropriate and, and it's it just, just a different environment. So one day somebody objected or said something about her breastfeeding. Like she would go and take a moment to, to, you know, get food for her child and she'd take a break to do it. And uh, there began some rumblings about it. Guys would joke about it, say some stuff that was inappropriate uh, about her doing that. And so she, in talking to her therapist, she was like, you know, struggling with it. What should she say? And her therapist told her this, convert the anger to conviction and act on the basis of principle. Doing this arms you with the clarity, courage and strength to take effective action. What he basically was saying was, don't react, respond, convert your anger into conviction and act on basis of principle. So so what could you say? Because if you just react and go off about, you know, male chauvinism and you all emotional that's going to give them more, more, more wood for the fire, so to speak, right? More fodder for the fire because they're like, oh, there she is emotional. But if you step back and figure out how to convey this message based on principle, they won't, they'll have anything to say, you know? So she did. So she took a minute. Next time something like that happened, she said to them, said, look, I think we agree that we should all act professionally and treat each other as equals. So if you think providing food for my child is unprofessional distraction, I'll stop doing it. On one condition, you guys stop personal calls, talking about your dates and interrupting meetings to talk about football. Tit for tat, no pun intended. I think she did intend a pun on that one. You get it? Tit for tat. (laughs) My point is this. She took time to really think and respond in a way that was beneficial for her and those around her. It wasn't based on her emotional feeling at the time. She took some time to really think it through. And I think that's important for all of us when we face situations, not just to react and how we feel in the moment, 
But take a deep breath. For some people, that means counting down from five. That means counting down from 100. That means just walking away for a minute, taking a time out. But it's so important not to live our lives on a reactionary basis, but to be thoughtful and choose to respond. All right, I got some time to jump into this. My response to Don Lemon's reaction to Aaron Rodgers' positive COVID test. So what I'm going to do is try to, I'm going to try to play clips from this and I'm respond based on each clip. So uh, I'm going to let you hear his words and then we'll, we'll go from there and I'll tell you what my thoughts were. You deserve the time. Well, so I'm walking into the studio and I look up at the monitor as I'm walking in and I see on your thing, Aaron Rodgers tests positive for coronavirus, not vaccinated. What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Why is he still working? Do you know how many people he comes in contact with? So he's 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 shocked that Aaron Rodgers is tested positive for COVID, um, and he's still working. So his first question is, why is he still working? So is the criteria for working having the vac being vac? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I said in the last episode I was going to stop calling the vaccination and start calling the shot because it's not. It's not a vaccination, even though some people tried to change the definition of vaccine. So Aaron Rodgers should not work because he didn't get this shot. And he's saying, do you know how many people he comes in contact with? Well, the week before, his teammates got COVID and there was a peep out of nobody. Nobody said anything except, oh, they're on the COVID list. They contracted COVID and they are spreading COVID because he thinks, Aaron Rodgers, that he might have got it from one of his, his teammates who are vaccinated. I'm sorry, who got the shot. <laughs> Who got the shot already? So Don Lemon's thinking he shouldn't work because he's coming in contact with people. He may spread the virus, but so are the people who got the shot. They are are spreading the virus. So should they not work too? There's a huge double standard there. It's a class of people who got the shot, and there's a class of people who didn't get the shot. But both people can get COVID and spread COVID. So what's the difference? And even if you tell me on, on the latter end, oh, they won't get as sick. Well, that's a personal choice. That's nothing to do with spreading it. Because if you got infected with it, you can still spread it whether you have the, vac the shot <laughs> or you didn't get the shot. But he just thinks he shouldn't work. He shouldn't have a job because he did not get the shot. Didn't do any research as a reporter to find out, hey, he's allergic to some, some of the uh, chemicals in one of them. His doctors, his own personal doctors did all these hours of research said, no, you should not take this shot. So his own doctors tell him he got and look, the man is a millionaire. His body is what he used to make a living and make a whole a good living. His doctors, not one, his doctors told him he should not get the shot. And Don Lemon think he shouldn't be working if he can't get the shot. I don't think that's right. And if you and, and based on the science, based on the science. If both people can get it and spread it, is Aaron Rodgers worse off because he didn't get the shot? His next clip. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many lives that are, are at least people's lives he put in potential jeopardy of getting sick and beyond? Why is he being allowed to? No, nobody else can do that. So his question is, how, do you know how many people he put in danger? The same people that are put in danger for people who got the shot who are still spreading COVID. And, and if we believe these masks stop people from spreading it, all of a sudden, according to Aaron Rodgers, the people who have got the shot don't have to wear masks. They don't have to social distance, but those who didn't get the shot do. So the people who got the shot are spreading it at a higher level because there's no 
no mitigation factors going on with these people. We act like when they got the shot, they became immune from it. And at first, that's what they said was going to happen. And it did not happen. And it's not happening now. So this this reaction about Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be working, how many people we come in contact with, well, according to Aaron Rodgers, and he has a whole um, podcast he did on this, according to the NFL protocols, Aaron Rodgers doesn't come into contact with too many people at all because of the situation. He has to be isolated for a lot of the time. I can't. I have to be vaccinated to come into this building. You know how much he matters to that team? Everybody matters. Everybody <laughs> Not matters. Not the same. Well, it matters if he gives COVID to somebody else and they get sick and then they give it to their it sick grandmother or their the person who has some autoimmune deficiency of or kid or whatever. So, so let me ask this question. So he's saying that it matters. Um, Cuomo, his co-host, was like, hey, well, he matters. He's more important. That's why they let him get away with it. But here's the question. And, and Don Lemon was like, well, guess what? He's going to give it to other people, give somebody's grandma, all this kind of stuff. So he should basically saying he should be held liable for this, right? What about the people who got the shot and are doing the exact same thing? These are questions. These are legitimate questions. Are we going to hold everybody to the same standard? Because the people who got the shot can do the exact same thing the people who didn't get the shot are doing. So why is Aaron why is he why is Aaron Rodgers special? Uh, because he's Aaron Rodgers and he means millions Hell and millions no. of dollars that to that is, institution. That is, you know what, up. I, oh, that absolutely. Happen. But that's that the truth. Happen. It just, it just did. It's happening right now. In fact, they still haven't owned it. Right now, they are paying. I guarantee you, a bunch of people as smart as you and me put together to figure out how to deal with this, because they were playing too cute by half. Mm-hmm. He tried some homeopathic deal says the reporting, oh my God. and asked for a waiver. The team said no, but then never enforced any of the rules with him, apparently. So Cuomo goes off about uh, the league hasn't owned it yet. They need to own it. Like they messed up. They own an apology because Aaron Rodgers tried a different method to be immunized from COVID, to, to not get it. People tried the Pfizer shot. People tried the Moderna shot. Those aren't working either. Have we gotten an apology from anybody yet about that? Have we even turned the page or turned course on forcing people to take this? And it doesn't work. It's been proven not to work. Got an episode coming up. I'm talking about this some more from uh, Dr. John Dosey, who is a frontline, who's on this. He's probably BMJ editor. Uh, uh, he's got a lot of information about even the clinical trials and how those have not come out to show that this thing was effective. But Aaron Rodgers tries a method. His, 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 um, his wide receivers, they try the shot. Neither stopped them from getting COVID. What's the difference? Does, it, does, do, do, does, does the government owe and everybody pushing to get this shot owe us an apology for those who, like a friend of mine, who got the shot, got both of them fully vaccinated, he thought, came home, gave it to his wife, gave it to his kid. Entire family got COVID from him. I think some apologies are, if this is true, if Aaron owes some people some apologies, playing too cute and loose, whatever he called, whatever term he used, right? They weren't. He was making medical decisions for himself, which he should have the right to do. Um, so are we sure he's not vaccinated? I honestly hope that we're wrong, that he is vaccinated. And then we can go and say we got it wrong. Aaron Rodgers is vaccinated. I hope that we are right and that he owns it and yeah. sets a new standard 
in our society among people that people look up to for whatever reason and says, listen, here's why I'm not. I played a little fast and loose. I should have followed the rules. Uh, I didn't. I felt like I was safe and sick, but I'm going to own it. I'm going to tell you the truth. That would be huge. I I can't. I I don't have much to say, but I I can't. If he was vaccinated, if he took the shot, using their words vaccinated, if he took the shot, they wouldn't even have this conversation, even if he got COVID and spread it and gave it to somebody else. There's something wrong with this this narrative. There's something wrong with this narrative. He's saying he should he should own it and say I played too fast and loose. I should have got the shot. No, he's got a medical reason why he shouldn't. He shouldn't have to be forced to, especially because it does not stop you from getting it nor spreading it. Why does he owe anybody an apology? He tried a method. You tried a method. His players tried a method. NFL is forcing some of them to do the method. That doesn't work either. Shouldn't we just go back to the drawing board and say, hey, let's try to find something that does stop us from spreading it versus pushing this one that doesn't work? Nobody should be above the rules or the law or anything. Aaron Rodgers is, is a human being and can spread COVID yes. like everybody else can. Yes. yes, he can. Just like the people who got the shot. <laughs> I'm not, this is... I'm not laughing. I'm not. I'm hoping. Hold on. Hope I'm not coming across as demeaning. But this sounds crazy to me. That he's not above the law. He's not above the rules. Are the rules legitimate? Are the law? I don't think it's a law yet. It's a mandate. It's a rule. Are those legitimate? Came across this quote from Martin Luther King, and it may apply here. One has not only a legal but a moral responsibility to obey just laws. Conversely, one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. Now, I think he was talking about slavery and all that kind of stuff and, and all the stuff going on back in his time. But does not apply today. This is an unjust rule. Why does he have to subject his body to an experimental? I don't care who says it's not experimental. It hasn't been a whole year yet. This is still an experiment. It's on a large scale because you're trying to force people to take it. It's still an experimental drug. All of the vaccines took six, 10, a long time. And not only that, even drugs that have been approved by the FDA for 10, 15 years, one day got taken off the market because they found side effects over that, that time period. So this is still an experimental drug. So the rule comes out, which is an unjust rule, says everybody should take it. No, I think you need to stand up against that rule. And especially because this thing has proven not to do what it says it's supposed to do. But yet you go make me put in my body and there's no test to come out. There's no long term studies of the effects of it. And we ignore that there's any side effects in the first place. All the stuff about spike proteins and, and large hearts. Um, a lot of stuff is going on and we're pushing that down because we want everybody to do it. And we got to stop this. I think it's wrong. I just think it's wrong because it's not based in science and people should have a choice. And so his reaction to this and saying, you know, he can get COVID like anybody else. He is correct. I agree with you. He can get COVID and spread it like anyone else, including people who got the shot, including both of them. If he tests positive, if he's not vaccinated and his chances of spreading it or becoming ill because of it, because he's not vaccinated, if they are increased because of that, then what the hell? What, what, what's, what are we doing? And he says if they are increased. They're not. According to science, if you can still get if you still can get COVID after getting the shot. You can still spread it. What good is a shot? So, again, his wide receiver, Devontae Adams, got COVID. Where's the outrage from him? What did he do wrong? 
I really want to know. I really want to know what you think. What What are your thoughts about this? Please leave them comments in the section below, or I don't know if you can do it on iTunes or not. If you're listening, go to my website, hellomrbrown.com. Leave some comments. I really want to know what your thoughts are about this. If I'm off, let me know. If If I'm crazy, <laughs> let me know. But I think there's something going on here that's not adding up from the way the people, not just Don Lemon, but I watched some other sports shows earlier and people are going off on Aaron Rodgers about not being vaccinated. They didn't not even take into account his whole story, why he chose not to. If the NFL know his team knew that's his personal business with his employer. It's not mine because statistically it shows that he has no higher chance than getting me sick than the person, his, his teammates who got the shot. Because the shot's not stopping the spread of this disease. I'm almost, apolog- I'm almost apologetic for my, my passion about this. <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I just see this is not right and we need to speak up and do something about it. People are being forced. People are being shamed into getting, uh, taking a shot that does not do what it said it's supposed to do. And we, need to, we all need to pause and speak up. Whatever your circle of influence is, you speak up. Don't think, oh, I can't even talk to the president. I can't go to Washington. Speak up to where your influence is, your local county, local government, your family, your friends. And we got to stop being a people who are afraid to give our, our opinions if they're not the mainstream media, if they're not the main or what seems to be the louder voices. Because I keep hearing this term called the, the silent majority. Well, stop being silent. It doesn't matter if you bring your ideas to the table. Bring your thoughts to the table because they matter, because we live in this world together. We're not isolated, and hopefully we won't be isolated in our own island of people who refuse to get a shot that didn't do what it's supposed to do. Anyway, man, I'm getting all hyped. I got I to stop the show. <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining me for this episode of The Mr. Brown Show. Like I said, it opening, you can always get this whole podcast on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. They changed a while ago. Apple Podcasts. I, I'm I'm so messed up. I played the I played the intro when I was supposed to be playing the exit. But anyway, we're leaving the show. <laughs> Check out the podcast on Apple iTunes, on uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get it. Please leave me a rating, and I would love to continue the conversation. So if you got something to say, you got some thoughts. I'm right. I'm wrong. You with me? You're against me? You you want uh, to come up with solutions? You think you got some answers? Let's have a conversation because that's what it's about. So thank you again for joining me for this episode and join me for the next episode of the Mr. Brown Show coming to you somehow, some way. Peace.